everybody. Welcome into another Sumner County Sports Show. I, of course, am your host, Zach Womble, and joining me, as always, behind the scenes is Justin Kulik. We are super excited to speak with you today as we've got a lot in store. We're talking soccer, football. We've got an interview with Liberty Creek Athletic Director and Boys Basketball Coach Seth Massey. So a lot to unpack. But before we do all of that, of course, we've got to thank those who tune in each and every week. Your support is greatly appreciated, and without it, we could not do what we do. Please like, subscribe, and rate the show wherever you may be watching, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcast, on YouTube. We sure would love your commentary. And without further ado, let's jump right into the show. Our first three big things this week are soccer. And where do you start? Do you start Gallatin, Merrill Hyde, Station Camp? Let's start with Gallatin since they're playing right now. Lady Wave, at the time of record, it's 11.35 right now. Yes, we are pre-recording this show. It's 11.35 and Gallatin trails 2-1 to one, uh, with about with about one and a half minutes left to go um, in their contest against Siegel. They took a 1-0 lead on an Olivia Strong goal, but Siegel bounced back with two second-half goals. Uh, it hasn't gone final yet, but again, about a minute, minute and a half left to go in that quarterfinal contest. Uh, and it has just gone final. Siegel with the victory over Gallatin 2-1. to one. Gallatin season ends in the state sem- or state quarterfinals in Class 3A. Gallatin making their first ever trip to the state tournament for girls soccer. They, of course, got there by defeating Nolensville 3-1 to one in the Class 3A sectional round. Uh, a special season for Gallatin, who ends their year 11-12 and 12 overall. Uh, spoke with Greg Harper, their coach, and, you know, just super proud of, of, of his class, his senior class, for their leadership both on and off the field. Uh, you can check out my story on MainStreetPreps.com on the Lady Wave, punching their ticket to the state tournament. You've, you can, of course, pick up a copy of the Gallatin News on Thursday. Uh, we'll be featured in there as well. So uh, shout out to Gallatin High School for their run to the state tournament, but it looks like comes up short in the quarterfinal round, 2-1 loss to Siegel. Also making an appearance in the state tournament this week, Merrill Hyde, they will kick off their quarterfinal game at 1.30 at Chattanooga Christian. They take on Alcoa High School, who they defeated last year in the state tournament championship, two to nothing for their, for, for their first ever state championship trophy. So uh, starting out against one of the state's best immediately in the quarterfinal round, if they're able to get through that matchup, they face off against either Kolioka or Crosstown. I believe those two are tied at 1-1 in their matchup right now. But again, Merrill Hyde versus Alcoa at 1.30 at Chattanooga Christian for the right to play in the semifinals. Merrill Hyde disposed of their uh, Class A sectional opponent. Um, almost said Cascade. It wasn't Cascade. It was Community. Nine to nothing. They, they defeated their region championship opponent 5-1. The region quarterfinal or semifinal opponent 11 nothing in 40 minutes so Merrill Hyde's kind of been on this tear as of recently it'll be interesting to see how they do against quality competition at 1 30 eastern time again taking on Alcoa the Lady Tornadoes are 14-4 and 1 overall and of course going to be looking for a little bit of revenge after falling in their state tournament championship last year so excited to see how that one plays out and then our final team taking the pitch later this evening, Class 3A, Station Camp High School, the Lady Bison kicking off at 6.30 tonight at Baylor School against Franklin County, who is 16-4-2 at the moment. Station Camp making their first ever appearance for the girls program in Class 3A, their last appearance 2008 as a member of Class A, AA. 
And so also looking for their first win at the, at the state tournament for the girls. So uh, congratulations to all three schools, Merrill High, Gallatin, and Station Camp on advancing to the state tournament. Super tough to do and representing Sumner County in a very classy manner. And I tell you what, I don't know the answer to this, but when is the last time a Williamson County school in class 3A did not make the state tournament? I can't find that answer. Um, I can't find the last time. I don't know if it's ever happened where two Sumner County schools in class 3A advanced to the state tournament, uh, defeating their Williamson County foe. Um, But nevertheless, a great season here in Sumner County. Sumner County soccer is obviously, you know, (laughs) they are playing as good as they can. Soccer in Sumner County is off on the right foot. And, uh, yeah, just congratulations to all three teams for making it this far. And, and yeah, so uh, first here in Sumner County. Moving on to our next big thing, our football slate. It's hard to believe that it is week 11 of the high school football season. But alas, here we are. Uh, looking at my pick this week, I was 7-1 and one last week. The only game that I got wrong was Westmoreland and White House. So going to try to hopefully finish out the regular season perfect this week. Headlining this week's slate of games, you've got Beach looking to close out the season undefeated in region play against Rossview. Got Gallatin on the road in a massive region game at Clarksville. Listen, it's as crazy enough if Gallatin wins and West Creek wins, the Green Wave will be the two seed. If Gallatin falls, they could be the four seed. They could be the three seed. It's a crazy scenario in region uh, 5-6A between Gallatin, Hendersonville, West Creek, and Clarksville. So make sure you got eyes on on that region this Friday night. I've got Clarksville winning by hair, 28-27. Uh, but you, you just never know how that game's going to shake out. One, I'm definitely keeping an eye out for on Friday. You've got Hendersonville on the road at West Creek. You've got Liberty Creek uh, hosting Chattanooga Central. Pope Prep on the road at McCauley. Portland versus Henry County. Station Camp versus Hunters Lane. Westmoreland versus Harpeth. Uh, White House versus White House Heritage. So there is a lot to look forward to on the football slate this week. So make sure you're staying tuned to MainStreetPreps.com for the latest. Check out our Friday night live show that airs from six o'clock to 10 o'clock every Friday night for the latest. So a lot to get in for a lot to look forward to this Friday night. We are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we are going to catch up with Liberty Creek athletic director and boys basketball coach, Seth Massey. So don't go anywhere. This is the Sumner County sports show powered by the Tennessee highway safety office. drinks i'm good i thought it was good after every game we always have a few it's no big deal it was no big deal hey i can hold my liquor i thought i could hold my liquor I got a DUI. Mom, Dad. Why didn't you just call someone for a ride? I wasn't thinking ahead. I didn't think I was going to get caught. Yeah, my best friend Tim. Still coming to my bachelor party next month? This DUI cost me 10 grand, so no. Yeah, you, in the back. Did you know I almost died when you hit me? Didn't think this would affect so many people. You think it was worth it? No, no, No more questions. 
are back to the Sumner County Sports Show. And just as I promised you before the break, we were going to hear from Liberty Creek. I keep wanting to say Stacey Camp so bad. But Liberty Creek Athletic Director and Boys Basketball Coach Seth Massey joining us today on the Sumner County Sports Show. So let's hear what Coach Massey had to say. Here with Seth Massey, Liberty Creek Athletic Director and Boys Basketball Coach. Seth, thanks so much for jumping in with us today. How are, how are you doing? Good, Zach. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Excited to have you on. You see that you see the background I got here uh, kind of leading me into my, my first question. It's been a couple months now since you guys have officially opened your doors. I guess what's the atmosphere been like between the four walls at your school? It's been good. It's been busy. Um, yeah. A lot going on. Um, you know, the picture in your background there, I think our kids have done a really good job of being very involved and invested and uh, have had really good student support of all at all of our athletic events so far. Trying to build a foundation over there uh, at Liberty Creek, I guess, what's kind of been the sell, not selling point, but what's kind of been the main focus uh, for you guys as you got, as you get this, this ball rolling at Liberty Creek? Well, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of moving parts, you know, we're sharing a building with our middle school, um, you know, we have phenomenal facilities, um, but just trying to make sure we're all on the same page and working right now as a six through 12 school instead of just a nine through 12 school, just trying to make sure we're trying to, you know, do, do right by all those teams and uh, provide the space that they need and the time and space that they need to practice. And um, so far, so good. It, it may feel, it probably feels cramped right now, as you mentioned, you're sharing a building with the middle school, but on the flip side of that, it feels like there could be some pros down the line of sharing a building with this middle school, not only for success on the field, but success in the school, building camaraderie, building chemistry. Is that kind of how you're trying to view things right now? I think so. You know, just getting to work in the same building with those guys, getting to build some relationships with a lot of the different teachers uh, in the building has been something that I think would, like you said, benefit us in the long run to have those relationships established even though right now at times it can be tough because we are sharing space um, yeah. but we're working through that and we got a lot of good people here and it's been going pretty well as a school you guys have enjoyed great success this fall I mean from golf volleyball girls soccer football got their first win in the very first game are you surprised at all just the quick success at Liberty Creek um yes and no I mean obviously we, we we've been given from a facility standpoint, um, everything that you'd ever need as a, as a coach or involved in athletics, um, we've been blessed to, to, to have those things. Um, the students are excited. They're working hard. Um, so they've had some success, um, our, especially in our girls' sports, volleyball, soccer. I mean, those guys played pretty good into the postseason, pretty deep. Yeah. Um, um, Football being, you know, what it is with the, the, the number of students needed in things. They, they've mm -hmm. played really hard and done a great job. It's not always going to show up in the win-loss column. And, uh, but very proud of them, too. They're, they, they're laying the groundwork for a very, uh, very good program. Our cross-country team's very competitive. Um, they're getting ready to head into their postseason. And, and uh, I think they're neck and neck with Hume Fogg in regards to seedings and things. Um, and I don't know if I'm leaving uh, anybody else. Am I leaving any fall sports out? I don't think so. I mean, cheer, cheerleading, you have cheerleading. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure that, you know, they're obviously listed on there. I, but I think that's about – I think you pretty much got everybody. 
Cheer, um, cheer and band have been yeah band don't want to forget about band band's been uh they went to a competition last week and did very very good and they're just getting better and better they have small numbers um, yeah cheer doesn't have small numbers there's there's two or three different teams and look at the look at the photo right there yeah. there's, there's a lot of cheerleaders you got at, at liberty creek um i want to piggyback on your coaches a little bit because obviously it was so important from your culture standpoint to bring in good people um, so as athletic director, what's kind of your, been your perspective and, and just your viewpoint of, of working with those girls and guys? Uh, the different coaches? Yeah. You know, um, I think when Dr. Holt hired the coaches that we have, it was very clear that he wanted team players. Um, and, and if all you were going to do was worry about your sport and try to sabotage other sports, you probably weren't going to be a good fit here. So when I, when I came on board and began – that made it really easy to know what we were looking for. Um, and so I was able to jump in and get in line with that. And so that was what he had started in his hiring process. And then, so I was able to jump in and assist in that. And so, I mean, I think at the end of the day, in the situation we're in, if you're not here every day, you don't know, but it is requiring that we work together six through 12 and, um, you have, we have to, we have to work well together. We have to share, um, you know, it'd be hard, Zach, for somebody to understand y'all have everything under the sun as far as facilities. Um, but unless you've shared a school with a middle school, then you don't understand some of the daily challenges. So um, working with those coaches that are, that are team players that he's brought them on board has made this work and, and be successful to this point. Uh, you know, when we had talked, I guess, I don't even remember when you made the switch over to, to Liberty Creek, but when we talked last, you had told me that you were excited uh, to take on this new challenge. Uh, my question for you, nearly four minutes, nearly four months in, I guess, where's that excitement level for you? Oh, well, it's everything I thought it would be and more. I mean, you know, um, I've, this is my 23rd or fourth year in the county and, um, I just felt like for me at the time, it was time to do something different. I needed some new life and a new challenge. And it's been, you know, all of that and more. And it's given me opportunities uh, to, to move and have my hand in different things that I didn't before. So my excitement level, you know, every day, it's a one day contract. You know, you have to come, you have to come to work every day. And today's the only day that matters. Today's got enough to take care of. I mean, it's a full-time job, I guess is what I'm saying. But as far as excitement, very exciting, never boring. <laughs> Very good. Uh, the TWSAA announced classifications last week. I think schools, for the most part, had a really good idea of where they would land. Liberty Creek, 582 students. I guess, as athletic director, what's kind of your takeaway? How do you feel about where you were announced football in 3A, basketball, baseball, softball, dropping down to 2A, soccer, track and field, wrestling, golf, tennis, single A? What's kind of the perspective of Liberty Creek on, on those announcements? I, I didn't really, I'll be honest with you, I didn't really track it that much. I mean, I knew what our numbers were going to be, and I knew kind of where we were going to be as far as from basketball, baseball, softball, girls basketball. I knew where we were going to be all along, mm -hmm. so I never really thought about it. Uh, even if I did, there wasn't much we could do about it anyway. Sure. Um, you know, I feel like we can be competitive where we are. I think, you know, some of our uh, – some of our sports that have already had success at, at the 3A level, uh, soccer, volleyball, I think, you know, them going down, I don't know what those teams look like. I don't know much about that. I've been in old non-AAA, what <laughs> you, you know, yeah. 
the, the black gauntlet. And blue. Yeah. yeah, gauntlet. Yeah, for a long time. So uh, when you think about, we were in districts with uh, Mount Juliet, Green Hill, Wilson Central, Lebanon, Station Camp Beach, Gallatin, Hendersonville, Portland. Now those teams for years, I never knew anything else. So I don't know much about it, to be honest with you. Sure. Yeah. And like I told you before, we're day at a time. I, I haven't seen some of these teams play. I, um, so I, I don't know that I can answer that. Uh, I think from an outsider perspective, I think you guys are really going to shine. You've, you've got a, you've got a real opportunity, especially in soccer. Cause locally Merrill Hyde is the only class A competition uh, in the midst, in the mid state. And you see that from them winning sectional games, nine, nothing. I mean, so getting, you know, getting yeah. in a soccer district, you're going to have a chance immediately uh, in girls and boys soccer basketball. You can, you can speak on this. I mean, this year you're going to play the old district, nine, three, eight white house, Portland, then you get to drop down to two-way. That's probably going to be super beneficial for you guys getting to see top competition in 3A and then being able to take that into the next year. Is that kind of how you feel as well? Well, I think so. Um, our girls, I think, are all freshmen and sophomores. Mm -hmm. We're heavily freshmen, sophomore, a uh, couple juniors and a senior. So, uh, you know, we're looking at this at the big, big picture of things and I, th I think that's a definitely a good district that we're playing in this year. Uh, for our school, it'll be uh, it'll be a challenge uh, on the girls and boys side. It's very very good district. So, um, but after that, I don't know much about sure, where sure. we'll go or who will play or. Yeah, I, yeah, I've got to look at who they don't. I don't think they're going to release districts and regions until in November. So we'll have to kind of wait and see where you line up. But let's let's move forward. Um, I wanted just to clarify something. So I was looking for your guys' schedule. Uh, it's not on Coach T. Max Preps has you with a few games. A schedule to start November 19th against White House Heritage. Is, is that correct? I'll email you the schedule right now. Um, our schedule, we have an app. And the thing, I guess, it might be a little bit confusing on that app is when you go to the app and you click basketball and you click schedule, you won't see anything. Um, you have to hit a little button called Upcoming. Um, because all it'll show is results. And so if you if you did want to download the app and look at that, you could touch upcoming. I'm going to email you our schedule here as well. Probably okay. should have already done that. But um, we open with Forest on November the 15th. Okay. At home. Then we're home against 19th against Heritage. Then we go to DCA on November 22nd. Home against Merrill Hyde on the 29th. Home against Cheatham County on the 1st. Um, and then Harpeth away, Forest away, uh, Maplewood. Then we go to a couple Christmas tournaments, and then we play Hume Fog before getting into our district play, which is White House, Portland, Greenbrier, Montgomery Central, and Creekwood. Very good district. Coach, I, I want to ask you this, and maybe we can leave it on this because I think it's a good question, but uh, how will you measure success this year for, for your boys' basketball team and then as an athletic director as a whole for, for as you move forward, how do you measure success? That's a good question. I mean, you know, it's a, it depends really on, you know, who you ask. Um, yeah. As an athletic director, if the coaches are working at what they're doing and they're putting time into it and they're treating the kids right and the kids, student athlete has a good experience, uh, that's success to me, regardless of a result on a scoreboard. Um, you know, we want our coaches working to build good relationships throughout the building with colleagues, 
practice, but also with the student athlete. And um, so, you know, how, we're working now on how do you measure, how do you measure those relationships? But if we can build the right relationships, if we can get, um, you know, everybody working hard on the same page um, and being competitive, we want to be competitive. I mean, we don't want to, as we get into league, and I know football wasn't in a league, but we want to be competitive where we are. Uh, I think that's a part of it. But, you know, I, I don't know. Success is such a, a funny thing. You know, you get on social media and you, you look at it right now. If you didn't know better, you'd think Nick Saban never won a game. Yeah. <laughs> and and congrats. I know you're a Tennessee fan and <laughs> big win for those guys. But, you know, that uh, it's fleeting, you know. And, and so yeah. I, I think it's more than that. I think it's deeper than that. And so what, what we're trying to do is lay the groundwork to – to hopefully put people in positions to, to be successful over the long haul and be competitive in games. And the way we're going to do that is try to hire, hire good people and give them what they need to work with the students, encourage them to build the right relationships with the students and work hard. And um, hope, hopefully that'll work for us. So, so far we've been very pleased with, with our coaches and, and the work that they've put in and with our students as well. Very good. Well, you know, best of luck as, as you move forward. And, and obviously, hope, hope you guys have continued success. And I feel comfortable saying this. I hope there's no slight taking. But if Liberty Creek has, has half the success that you had at Station Camp, Coach, I think they'll be very happy with where they're at. We really appreciate you jumping in with us today and hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Zach. Really appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Come out, Hey, come out and see us sometime. I will. I'll see you soon, Coach. Sir, see you. Really want to thank Coach Massey for joining us here a lot of good things going on at Liberty Creek High School from uh, sharing a building with your middle school, able to build relationships at an early age to all the athletic success that they've enjoyed so far. Boys basketball season right around the corner, so some classification talk. So we really appreciate Coach taking some time out of his busy day. You know, he teaches a couple classes during the day. I think he teaches history, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so a core class. So we, we – uh, we stand that we stand the coaches that 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 also teach in the classroom that mold the youth as well. So we really really appreciate Coach Massey uh, joining us today. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to name our Player of the Week and close out the show. So don't go anywhere. drinks i'm good i thought it was good after every game we always have a few it's no big deal it was no big deal hey i can hold my liquor i thought i could hold my liquor I got a DUI. Mom, Dad. Why didn't you just call someone for a ride? I wasn't thinking ahead. I didn't think I was going to get caught. Yeah, my best friend Tim. Still coming to my bachelor party next month? This DUI cost me 10 grand, so no. Yeah, you, in the back. Did you know I almost died when you hit me? I didn't think this would affect so many people. You think it was worth it? No, no, no more questions. And 
And we are back, the Sumner County Sports Show. I, of course, am your host, Zach Womble. Really appreciate you staying through the break. As I promised you before the break, we would name our player of the week, and we would also hit on one more point before closing out the show. So before we do anything else, let's name our player of the week this week. And you could actually – he was actually up for vote this week. But Colin Cook, senior at Pope Prep Preparatory School, finished the 38-36 win over Ravenwood High School last Friday night as the team's leading receiver – Cook called in an impressive nine catches for 195 yards and two touchdowns. So congratulations to Colin Cook, our player of the week this week. Listen, Colin has had a, a running mate alongside him this year that has been impressive as well in Josh Maylander. So maybe Colin has flew under the radar, but but do not be uh, discouraged for the lack of maybe attention brought on him by myself this year. Colin is still wrecking havoc on Division II 3A secondaries and I am super excited to see where he ends up uh, signing a football scholarship at the next level. I think he is super underrated and, and um, you know, was was one of the more terrorizing threats in D23A. And now that they've added Maylander, they've now got two terrorizing threats on that offensive side of the football. So, uh, but this week it was Colin Cook stepping up nine catches, 195 yards, two touchdowns, including a 73-yard touchdown catch and a 30-yard touchdown catch. So shout out Colin Cook our Main Street Prep Sumner County show player of the week this week. And then our last topic of business before we close out this week's show, wanted to uh, hit on it. We we talked about it last week. I was hopeful to maybe get him on the show, but I understand media availability for freshmen is, is sometimes maybe pushed on the back burner, frowned upon. But of course, talking about Jamison Wharton, current Vanderbilt Commodore, his football for the cure, a uh, flag football charity event is taking place Sunday, October 30th at the Drake's Creek Park Soccer Complex at 2 p.m. The cost is just $5. Uh, Justin, I don't know if we still have that prop from last week, but if we can, let's throw that up. If we don't have it, no big deal. Um, but again, just wanted to give a little bit of information. Again, this, this Sunday, October 30th, $5, 2 p.m. at Drake's Creek Park Soccer Field. Come on out celebrate uh, in in this young man's uh, ability to be selfless and, and think about all those affected by this terrible disease. Uh, 100% of the proceeds go to fighting breast cancer or fighting breast cancer and for breast cancer awareness. So if you've got nothing going on, if you've got something going on, make sure you to come out this Sunday, October 30th at 2 p.m. Uh, just to play flag football, play some kickball, socialize, fellowship, with great conversation with Jamison Wharton, a current Vanderbilt Commodore, as well as student athletes all over Sumner County. Again, football for the cure this Sunday, October 30th, 2 p.m. Cost is just $5. 100% of the proceeds go to finding a cure for breast cancer awareness. That is going to do it for today's show of the Sumner County Sports Show. I've got my, got my background blurred here, so I'm not going to shoot on the, the goal this week. Uh, the, the office is maybe a little bit... Um, Got some things here and there that 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 need to be that need to be uh, blurred out, I guess. Nothing, nothing too bad. Just a little messy. Uh, wanted it to to be a little professional look, so I won't shoot on the the goal. Or maybe I will. Maybe I can. And 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 you just you take my word for it. So as you see, crunching up some paper here. Let's let's see what happens. I missed it. I can't lie to you. I'll see you next week.